This is Annie Stevens Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation here at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer. We continue to have conversation around becoming beloved community. The Episcopal Church's long-term commitment to racial healing, reconciliation, and justice. Becoming Beloved Community represents not so much a set of programs as a journey, a set of interrelated commitments around which Episcopalians may organize our many efforts to respond to racial injustice and grow a community of reconcilers, justice makers, and healers. We have um, Megan Hughes-Johnson with us um, to give us a little overview of what Becoming Beloved Community looks like in the program year to come. So. Great. Um, thanks, Annie. Yeah. So as we've been planning for our Becoming Beloved Community programming at Redeemer, we have drawn inspiration from Jamar Tisby's ARC model, awareness, relationship, and commitment. And as he shared with us when he was at the Mercantile Library, I guess uh, a year and a half ago or so now, um, he sees those as sequential for white communities, that first you need to raise your own awareness of racial injustice, racial inequity in our country. Then you can move into building relationships with communities of color. And then lastly, think about, all right, what are the commitments that you are gonna make to this work? And not just one-off actions, but a sustainable and deep commitment. And so we at Redeemer have been thinking a lot about how do we live into that sequence, knowing that we want to be offering awareness building opportunities continually. So education, deeper education, ongoing education, um, so that we can be building relationships in a meaningful and authentic way and making commitments that we know will last. So as part of that educational piece, we are going to launch a, another round of Sacred Ground. So Sacred Ground is the film series um, and dialogue series that we piloted last year with a group of about 30 folks at Redeemer. Uh, we met for 10 months and we watched films and we read texts and we looked at articles um, that were really unpacking um, a chronological overview of um, race and racism in the United States and in the church. And um, that experience was really transformative. We had um, these small group dialogue circles that would meet and reflect together. We had excellent facilitators in Amy Houghton through the diocese and Adam Clark, who is a faculty member at Xavier, um, who are wonderful. And uh, we wanna be able to offer that experience to others this coming year. And it's taken on a different format. So because Redeemer was able to pilot this um, and have such a um, successful experience with it, and because other churches in the diocese also were using the materials, um, the diocese now is going to offer a um, kind of revamped or next level version of Sacred Ground virtually. And we have the opportunity at Redeemer to um, take part in that and use it as an opportunity to also start building relationships with people from other churches in the diocese um, and really learn from them and from their experiences. And uh, Betsy Schramm will be one of the facilitators of that online experience. That's great. Um, she's yeah. gonna be great at that. Uh, she was part of the first Sacred Ground group at Redeemer last year. She's on vestry. She's um, got a lot of um, commitment to this work and experience as well. 
so that will be launching in the next couple weeks. And I can't say enough good things about uh, learning about this historical, um, these historical moments. And they are both heartbreaking and hope-filled because you can see um, the wrongs that need to be righted. And you also learn about ways that we can be addressing them um, and ways that we can move forward. So that is right, that is the right. first kind of awareness offering that we'll be uh, doing this year. And then for folks who have participated in Sacred Ground last year, we are offering an opportunity to do some deeper learning, some deeper awareness. So whereas Sacred Ground is really a kind of historical, chronological look at race and racism, we are now for this deeper learning activity this fall going to turn to a much more personal reflection um, space. And so we'll be working our way through Leila Saad's Me and White Supremacy together. And it is um, a book that is framed almost like a workbook. So there are daily reflections and then weekly um, opportunities for dialogue and discussion. And we're going to be spreading out. She has it framed in a one month uh, format. We're going to spread it out over two months to give ourselves a little bit more time to complete the work. But I'm really looking forward to, to digging deep into um, what is my role personally in um, responding to racism as I see it? How can I unpack my own experiences so that I can better understand um, my role and my motivations? So I'm excited for that to start. That, that will start in a about a week and a half. Um, so folks who have been part of Sacred Ground last year have been signing up for that, which is great. So those are our um, educa ongoing educational opportunities for this coming year. And then there's also a newly created Becoming Beloved Community Action Team that Melanie is leading. Mm, okay, great. Um, and she's got some great folks signed up for that. And um, as we think about continuing our awareness and our education. We also know that we want to be taking action. We at Redeemer are action-oriented folks, so there's a lot of, uh, Very much so. <laughs> a lot of interest in, um, in making sure that um, we acknowledge that we need to keep growing in our understanding and in our partnerships, and we want to start um, putting our, our money where our mouth is, so to speak. So um, they're focusing on things consistent with, with um, Redeemer's existing mission priorities, so housing and homelessness, um, and taking a look also at voter registration um, and other ways that we can be integrating our focus on beloved community into our existing mission focus. Yeah, it's it, you, you talk about... Um the sacred ground with the diocese. And it, it just speaks so much to, I know so much of the becoming beloved community work is story mm. sharing and how much, how fruitful that can be in, in such a larger group of people. Yes. So it's, it, I, I'm curious to see how that, how that turns out and what that will look like. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I sounds, think it's going to be really powerful. Like many of us, um, as I have been um, paying attention to not only the crisis that we're facing because of the pandemic, but also this racial reckoning that is happening in our country over the last several months, um, sparked by the murder of George Floyd and the um, realization that uh, his death and the circumstances of his death were not an anomaly, um, has made me and I know many others feel um, that this, this work of understanding 
race and racism in our country, understanding the role that we as Christians need to play in bringing about racial justice and racial equity uh, is more important now than ever. And I have felt so deeply grateful for the chance to begin our Becoming Beloved community work over a year ago and to have that foundation, um, to have that understanding, to have some of that awareness already built um, as these circumstances and these events unfolded this spring. And so I am hopeful that um, we can um, lean into this learning and unlearning and know that this is part of what it means to be a Christian in the world today and to um, take a, a deep look at uh, what are the, the obstacles that we have to building a true equitable society that we can all live in and thrive in um, and, and to acknowledge our own role and our own part that we can play as followers of Christ and as um, as folks who are called to love our neighbor as ourselves. Definitely. I think I, I had this conversation with Phil early on saying that it's we as a church wouldn't be able to have any of these conversations if we haven't if we hadn't laid the, the groundwork that we yep. that we have. Um, yeah. And I think that just we're just able to push that conversation and that engagement and that um, understanding even further because of that. Yep. So very grateful and, and blessed yeah. for that. Um, so thanks, Annie. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. Join us in our conversations here as we continue our commitment to becoming beloved community at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in the Queen of the Midwest, Cincinnati, Ohio.